Welcome all to Kingdom Life Church VA Podcast. At KO, we endeavor to advance God's kingdom one life at a time. So, I pray that wherever you're listening from, that this will help you be encouraged. Here is this week's message. This is not going to be a shout message, is that? This is going to be a message where you got to check this out. We're coming to the end of the year. And why are we still dragging them saying habits with us as we go through the new year? So I want you to know that in order to go to the Lord, the Bible says you must go to him in spirit and truth. But I want to ask you a question today. Do you understand the exchange? Do you understand the exchange that you have to have with God to get to your wealthy and prosperous place? You can't have a 50% exchange with God because he's not a 50% God. He's 100% all God. He's the head, so he won't be your heel. Let me say it again. He's the head of everything you have. He won't be the heel, which the heel is the bottom of the foot. He won't do that. So when I say understand the exchange, I mean this. And the ladies will understand this more than probably the men will. You buy something from the store. You decide you get home, you don't like it. You want to take it back. But that's the policy intact. In order you take that item back. First thing first you got to have is the receipt. Second thing is you got to have your ID. And then you have to take it back in the allotted time it's supposed to go back. Or guess what? There's no longer a policy for exchange anymore. You lose your money. A lot of us have lost a lot of things because we don't understand the exchange. We forfeited in the midst of the working with God, and now we expect God to do stuff that normally... He's not going to do because he's saying, where you at in this exchange? So I want to pull up Mark 8, verse 34 through 38 in the Amplified Version. Mark 8, 34 through 38. And it reads, Jesus called the crowd together with his disciples and said to them, if anyone wish to follow me as my disciple, he must deny himself, set aside his selfish interests, and take up his cross, expressing a willingness to endure whatever may come, and follow me, believing in me, conforming to my example in living and, if need be, suffering or preparing, dying because of the faith in me. Whoever wished to save his life in this world will eventually lose it through death. But whoever loses life in this world for my sake and the gospel will save it from the consequences of the sin and separation from God. For what does it benefit a man to gain the whole world with all its pleasure and forfeit his soul? See, the exchange with God has to be personal. You know, we sing this song, like kudos to the... um, praise team, they was all in my messes. They sung every song that lets you know where you should be. And we wonder why we don't fulfill the trueness of God because you have this, this stinking stuff that separates you from God's glory. Yeah, we, you saved, okay, you sanctified, okay, but have you fulfilled your promise? Pastor A.J., he do the altar call, and he said, um, 
This is one that just throws me off because everybody don't speak in tongues in here. How can you have the exchange with God if you're not going to get the fullness of God? Speaking in tongue is the fullness of God. Being saved, okay, being saved, rededication, and filled with the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues. How do you not get that but say you love God? God does it all. He doesn't do 50. He do 100. So why do you think he wants your 50? He's the head. He'll never be your heel. A lot of it is understanding the exchange that God wants for you. But where are you at in this situation? See, the one thing I, I like about like God is this. You can lie to a lot of people, but he ain't one of them. And that's what throws me off because we go around, we walk in a mist, and you're suffering. You're dying inside. Depression got you. Lack got you. Pride got you. Shame got you. And you walk around like ain't nothing wrong with you. And when somebody says, how you doing? I'm fine. Really? You're not fine. You're coping, through the, you're coping through the flesh, not through the spirit. The Bible said all who come to God, all, the Bible said that all who are weary and heavy laden come to God and he'll give you rest. But you first got to worship him in spirit and truth. So I'm going to ask you a question. Don't put your hand up. Don't put your hand up. Ask yourself a question. Are you really worshiping God? and spirit and truth? Are you really giving God all of you? Because if you want God, God's way, you got to let Yahweh take you where you got to go. See, Yahweh will take you anywhere you want to go, but you got to give up your will. Them things you got going on, they're not important. You're dying with the sin. You're dying, literally dying with the sin. And I'm going to read it for you. I'm going to let you know what I'm talking about. Let's go to Proverbs 3. Proverbs 3, verse 5 through 8. And this is what it reads. Trust and rely confidently on the Lord with all your heart. And do not rely on your own insight or understanding. When will you know, understand that you can't get yourself nowhere you don't have the capability or the mindset to get where you got to get to. And you fight against the spirit every day and you wonder why, Lord, why you don't help me. And God said, I'm helping you. You just ain't helping yourself. He said, I'm here waiting on you. He said, knock and I'll answer the door. But you got to knock with the heart of expectancy and you got to want what you're knocking for. Why knock on somebody's door and you don't want to really go in? Why knock on heaven's door when you really not being where you're supposed to be at? Why? Because you have a form of godliness, but deny the power thereof, which makes you a religious leader. It makes you a religious leader. Why? Because the exchange that God want to get to you it's to not to harm you, but to make you prosper and move to your wealthy place. 
Every man and woman on the earth has a gift. Your gift has been smothered because you smothered your lifestyle. You smothered your lifestyle because you refuse to do what God tell you to do. And can I tell you something? You are killing a generation because you're not in place. Somebody is waiting on you to get yourself together. And you are delaying that spiritual process because you won't get in the way. I mean, you won't get out the way. Of yourself. Yes, God, I'll go. No, you won't. Because, because as soon as you hit that door, hit that car, and hit the highway, you back to your old self. Having a form of godliness. Denying the power thereof, God. So you got what you really are, you're a Pharisee, you're religious, you're religious. And that's why your life don't come to nothing. See, it's so much going on in the world, it's time to stop patty caking with, these, with, 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 with the body of Christ. We ain't giving no more messages that make you feel good no more. Those are over. Ain't no more feel, these messages is to build your faith so you can get to your wealthy place, so you can walk the way God told you to walk. You're not going to be getting any more feel-good messages from kingdom life. I can tell you that through the Spirit of God. It's for your transformation so you can be better. I tell the guys all, I tell the, guys all the time, I tell them this. You have to be transparent to be transformed. If you're not being transparent, you will stay not being transformed. God loves you, but why you don't love yourself? Because you got some things that you have to work on. But why you got to work on them? All who are heavy laden and burdened, God said, come to me and I'll give you rest. But you have to change your way for Yahweh. And if you don't exchange your way for Yahweh, how long do I have to hold my hand out for you and you walk by it? How long? Can you complain you don't have the goodness of God in your life when my hand is stretched out for you and you walk by my hand every day? How long do I have to sit and wait for you to get yourself together? How long do I got to stand and wait for you? How long do I have to? How long do you got to wait for you to get yourself together? You'll never get yourself together if you don't understand the exchange that God is trying to get to in your life. He comes to make your life better. He said, I didn't come to abolish the law. I come to make the law better. Here's my hand. Why are you not reaching out? Because you have a form of godliness. And you deny the power thereof. Oh, I'm not ready yet. I got some things I still want to do. But what happened... If you lay down and don't get up tomorrow, the things you want to do, you'll never do. And who's to say that you'll hear this? Walking home, my good and faithful servants. Who's to say you will hear that? See, you, you can't take this for granted. You have to live a life on purpose and understanding that the exchange that God wants for you is to bring you into a perfect life. Yes, you're going to have trials and tribulation, but that's what he said. I'll always be with you. 
I'll never leave you, forsake you. Let's go over to um, Jeremiah 29, 11, 13. We got to get about it. You don't. You don't have the right to complain about nothing in your life if you're not going through the exchange with God. If you got lack, anything in your life, it's on you. It's on you. For I know the plans and thoughts I have for you, says the Lord. Plans of peace and well-being and not for disaster. To give you a future and a hope. What? I know. Not you. If I wanted your help, I asked you for it. He said, I don't need your help. I need your obedience. I don't need your opinion. I need your will. If I wanted your opinion, I would never ask for it anyway. Could I tell the guy, sin is always crouching at your door, right? Why you keep opening it? And you know sin when you see sin, so why you keep opening the door? He said, I know the plans I have for you. They're not your plans. I don't care about your plans. I got plans I need in the earth done. And if you want to do your will, you can do it. Just don't call on me. The Bible says double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. I love you, God. I need, I need, I need. I'm good, God. And let's go, let's go, y'all. We good. I thought you were going to church. Nah, I'll catch them next time. I thought you were a man of God. Dang where I'm at. I thought you were woman, God. They complain too much. <laughs> and that's not what he even said. Understanding exchange with God means you got to give up your way. You got to give up all your way, not half. The reason why some of us in the body of Christ do not have the things of God, because you're not doing the exchange with God. So your prayers... I'm sorry to tell you, it ain't going to work. It ain't going to work for you. Why would I bless you with a million dollars and you can't maintain a hundred? Why would I give you a house and you can't clean? Why would I give you a 200000 automobile and you can't even afford the gas? Why would I give you the goodness of me Will you not give me the goodness of you? Hallelujah. <laughs> Let's go to 2 Corinthians chapter 5, 14, 14 through 18. See, you, you know, don't get mad at me today. Don't get mad at me. You know the deficiencies you have in your life. You know what you can fix with the Spirit of God. You've been trying to fix this thing for so long, and all you do is go backwards in it. Because when you don't, when you, when God reaches a hand out, and, and you don't, re- this is what you do. I know, Lord. I'm going to do better, Lord. You know my heart, Lord. 
They keep on, Lord. Lord, I, I just don't know what to do, Lord. They keep saying things about me, Lord. And look how far you from God. But even in the midst of you being far from God, he'll say, come on, son or daughter. No matter how far you, if you say yes to me, I'll come and exchange my way for your way. He's a loving God. But why are we not loving believers? I'm going through a lot. That's your problem. I'm going through a lot. That's your problem. Hear what I'm saying to you. I'm going through a lot. That's your problem. You going through a lot. See, that's the problem. You going through a lot. God said, bring all your burdens to me, and I'll take care of those. But I'm going through a lot. You know, so Don, I'm just going through a lot. Antoine, Deacon Antoine, I'm just going through a lot right now. Pray for me. You going through a lot. God said, I don't want you to go through. Give it to me. And let me take you places that you've never been before. Let me deliver you and heal you from the addictions, from the porn, from the sexual addictions, from the shame, from the barriers, for the bad attitude, for the bad heart, for the bad marriage, for the bad singleness. Let me, de let me deliver you. Because if you could do it, you'd have did it a long time ago. But you're sitting, saying, God knows my heart. But Pastor said, yeah, he do. And it's wicked. It got to be wicked. If you ain't understand the exchange God has for you, it got to be wicked. Okay. Let's go to 2 Corinthians. Put me back to 2 Corinthians, please. 5, 14 to 18. Thank you. Thank you. For the love of Christ controls and compels us because we have concluded this, that one died for all, therefore all died. And he died for all so that all those who live will no longer live for themselves. Okay. But for him who died and raised, here we go, and was raised for their sake, so from now, I'm saying from now on, we regard no one from a human point of view. Okay, this, this is how I want you to get this right here. According to worldly standards and values. Some of y'all are so stuck in Babylon. Some of y'all are so stuck on that paycheck. Some of y'all are so stuck on that overtime. I got to get my 10 a, week, 10 a week so I make the money I pay that bill. Some of y'all are so stuck on that money. And you so far from God. He said, I give you the ability to create wealth. But that paycheck got you. You know why I got you? Because you don't understand the exchange God is trying to get to you. He said, just, just come on. I'm going to show you how we can build this on me that they'll pour into your bosom. Somebody somewhere, somehow will use their ability on my... What? And you ain't got to do nothing. But this... What you say, And their influence on my behalf. But you can't get it. You know why? Because you don't understand it. Why? Because I haven't been in the presence of God long enough to get the understanding that he wants from me. So the more you lack discipline with God, the more you lack. And then my wife said, you got deficiencies in your life. 
you have default in your life. Why? Because you want to do it your way. Just like in marriages. That's right. Amen. Why we can't get along in the marriage? We're trying to tell him what to do. No, we ain't. Pray for him. She's trying to always got to rule something. Pray for her. Because you won't win with this, but you'll win with this with God. You won't win with this. Because this is going to get you in trouble. But this will save your life. Okay, here we go. Uh, so we now know him. I'm sorry, here we go. So we have now Christ for a human point of view. Now we no longer know him in this way. Therefore, if anyone in Christ that is grafted in, joined to him by faith in him a savior, he's a new creature, reborn, renewed by the Holy Spirit. Now I got a problem right there. Because this is, this is the problem I got. And I see it every Sunday. Pastor AJ say, anybody want to be saved? Okay, no. Rededication? Okay, no. Filled with the Holy Spirit, everything speaking in tongues? No. But when you're reborn, that's an attribute with you. It says it's right there. A new creature, let me read it again, because I mean, let me read that again for you. Here we go. I've got thank you. He's a new creature, reborn, renewed by the Holy Spirit. The old things and previous moral and spiritual condition have passed away. So, shouldn't you have the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues? If you're a new creature in Christ, the old spiritual tongues are gone. The old bad cuss words, who you going to tell you who you is, who you ain't going to be. You don't talk to me like that. I'll give you a piece of my mind. Don't play with me. I'm telling you, you don't know you think you're playing, but back in the day, I'll give you a piece of this. You better step off and step before I step on you. <laughs> so you know how to do that. Because why? It's in your heart. Holy Spirit not in your heart. He ain't in your heart. Because he was in your heart when they say, anybody who needs to be filled with the Holy Spirit ever speaking in tongues, my hand will go up. Why would I want to be limited to what God wants from me? Well, see, this is the thing. You got it. You good. Yeah, you, you good. You're doing your own. You, you good. No problem. You good. No problem. You good. I respect that. Guess what? God respects it too. He won't go against your will. <laughs> if it's the will for you to go to hell, he'll make a way for you. That's the rest of the, he'll make a way for you. If that's what you want to do, go ahead. But he'll be standing right here in that spot if you come back. But remember when I said about the return policy? If you go past the allotted days. See, see, some people got that. That's why I came back to it. If you go past the allotted days, that receipt, that ID is no good. And your stuff is now 
40. See, the women know. They like, we ain't losing our stuff. I'll get my stuff back. The women know that. The women know we go back the same day. Ain't nobody got time to go back another day. The men look like, oh, shit, take it back. <laughs> yeah. We just can't. I mean, Pastor AJ did a, a series, you know. Come on now, Holy Spirit, what? How are we going to go as a body when some of us are separated? How are we going to go as a unit when some people are separated? How you sit here every Sunday and go through what you go through and don't give your life to Christ? Don't rededicate. Don't get filled with the Holy How do you sit there every Sunday? You know why? I'm security. No, I'm, I'm good. I'm the usher. Can't let them see me like that. I'm a deacon. They know I'm doing good. I'm an elder. Man, I can't let them know I'm doing that right there. And can I tell you something? Everybody already know. Pastor AJ asked me something when we talked about this. He said, son, how does that pertain to the pastors? I said, Pastor AJ, (laughs) they had a fake exchange with God. They bamboozled people to come to their church I thought it was the former God, but it was the former God denying the power of. So when the church got shut down, they didn't have the power to bring it back because the power they were functioning in was their power. But it was God's power, all the people come back to church. Oh, hold on, no, 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 clap, no clap, not yet, not yet, not yet. At Kingdom Life, everybody came back. So you do have some pastors that have a form of godliness. And deny the power of. But how can somebody lead you astray if you have the exchange that God has with you? If you have the exchange and God is talking to you, can't nobody take you nowhere. But when you're looking for something that's outside the will of God in a confused church, I'm going to call it what it is. A retarded church, it's easy to shut it down. Because they don't have no substance. And they don't have the substance of God won't last. But when do we stop it? I say, God, I'm with you. When? See, I told you this ain't going to be no shout message. You need to get this. Look, I'm talking about me because I don't know nobody else business. I've been doing what I'm doing for 30 years. So 15 of the years, I was stuck in a, um, in a technician role, but I was doing supervisor stuff. My supervisor said to me, why don't you go over there and get that job over there? I'm praying, Lord, I need more money based on what I need money on. The Lord said, you got to take that. I'm like, well, Lord, why I can't have the money right here? He said, because your leadership is too valuable. You need to be over here. So the reason I ain't take the job, because I didn't want to do the computer work. I knew the handiwork, but me, being me, didn't want to do the computer work. So God used the person and said, look, I don't want to hear about your money and issues no more. They gave you this job over here, you ain't take it. So don't come back to me with that no more. Why I ain't take it? Because it, it, <laughs> it, um, it made me uncomfortable. 
So when you're made uncomfortable, how you understand the exchange that God has for you? Because the key word you said is, it made me uncomfortable. But I know God is to be a deliverer and a healer. He'll do exceedingly abundantly past what you think if you're willing to let him do it. So when I learned that, I was like, you know what? He's right. But guess what? Elder Donna, they ain't had no more supervised positions. I had to wait another five years. So somebody left or somebody got fired. So I had five years of low pay when I could have been living exactly how I wanted to be. But know what I didn't do? I didn't understand the exchange that God was trying to tell me, so I forfeited and I defiled God's word, and I never got it back until five years later. Because I weigh this situation. I weigh this. I run this. In all honesty, you don't. Yahweh is waiting on you to give him your way. So he can take you where you're supposed to be at. This one in my notes. I, okay, here we go. Let's go to um, Acts 5, verse 1 through 11. Acts 5, verse 1 through 11. And this is what it says. Now a man named Ananias and his wife Sapphira sold pieces of property and with his wife full knowledge he kept back some of the proceeds. Don't y'all say ooh because some of y'all done it. <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. Tell the truth today and shame the devil today. Tell the truth today. Understand this thing. Don't say no ooh because some of us have done it. So don't say ooh. Don't set yourself like that. Don't do yourself like that. I'm for real. I'm serious. Don't do yourself like that. Because you're going to, okay. Um, hmm. A portion of it. And set it at the apostle's feet. But Peter said, Ananias, why has Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy Spirit and secretly keep back for yourself some of the proceeds from the sale of the land? Stop right there. Because Ananias didn't understand his change. And he didn't have the Holy Spirit. See, if you don't have the Holy Spirit, you do crazy stuff like that. That's what you do. You hold back from God. Because the Holy Spirit tells you, go ahead and go, just go ahead and give it to him. Well, you know what? I think I want, uh, I'll give him 50. Holy Spirit said, nah, go and give him 100. No, I'm not giving him 100. This is the Holy Spirit do. And you give him the 50, the Holy Spirit be like, just shaking his head at you because you miss your blessing. Thank you, Lord. It's not a money thing. It's really not. It's a you thing. It's never a money thing. It's obedience and it's a you thing. The Bible says obedience is better than sacrifice. Let me um, continue from Pat. Bring it, bring it up to um, Pat. The next one, please, if you can. Well, I can read from here. Okay. As long as it remained unsold, did it not remain your own? He, had to, he didn't have to do it if he didn't want to. He didn't. He didn't have to do it if he didn't want to. See, you ain't got to do it if you don't want to. It's okay. Listen to this story, though. Did it not remain yours? Your, 
Did it not remain you? Do not remain your own to do so with it as you please. And after it was sold, was the money not under your control? Why is it that you have conceived this act of hypocrisy and deceit in your heart? You have not simply lied to people, but to God. And hearing this word, Ananias fell down suddenly and died in a great fear and awe gripped those who heard on it, heard of it. Keep going. And a young man in the congregation got up and wrapped up the body and carried it out and buried it. Now after, oh now after an interval of about three hours, his wife came in, not knowing what had happened. Peter asked her, tell me whether you sold the land for so much. And she said, yes, for so much. Peter said, how could you two have agreed? No, don't, don't take that down. The Bible says, if two or three come together in my name, I'm in agreement. Peter asked her, how can you two come in agreement against me when the agreement is me? So you did the agreement outside of God's will, right? Okay, here we go. Okay, you know, okay here we go. Uh, then Peter said, to, Peter, uh, Peter said to her, how could you two have agreed together to put the spirit of the Lord to test? Look. The feet of those who have buried your husband are at the door, and they will carry you out also. See, this is the thing. When you hear that, well, I ain't going to drop dead. I ain't going to drop dead like that. Yes, you are. You know how you're going to drop dead? Because lack going to kill you. Lack going to make you do something that normally you don't do. That's how you're going to die. See, lack going to come in and destroy your life. And then when lack come in, here come pride. See? Oh, boy. Then here come all other seven spirits that's coming along with it. Why? Because you lied to God. See, if we were to do something and drop it off the top, everybody in here would be saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Spirit. It would. Because you know your punishment would be now. But by your punishment being later, you devalue God's word and take his word for not. And he's so sovereign, he's giving you chances to get together and you taking his word and his spirit for granted. Because I can still do this. I got time. How you know? How you know the time that you have? How do you know this? You don't. Nobody knows the day or hour or the time. Nobody knows it. I forgot what scripture. I forgot what scripture. What it said, Father, didn't we prophesy in your name? Didn't we cast out demons? Didn't we do it? He said, Uh, uh-uh. you did that in your name, because you never came to me with the exchange for me to give you the Spirit of God to flow as I want you to flow. So then you did it in my name. So I, I don't know you. Who you? <laughs> Who you be? I don't know you, but remember, I'm the one who cast out demons. I'm the one who prophesied. I'm, I'm the one. I'm the one. He said, but you did it in your name, not mine. Because if you do it in my name, you'll understand the exchange I got to you, that you can move about as you need to through the Spirit of God, and you can roll with this. And God said, I got your back 100%. I'll roll with you until the end. But as long as you keep my word in your mouth and my spirit in your heart, I'll be with you all the days. 
Hallelujah. Okay. Let's go to 1 Samuel, verse 16 and 1. You gotta get it get together. Don't look at me like that. Mm, don't look at me like that. Cause I got one, two more things. Don't look at me like that. Get you, you gotta get it together. I mean, come on now. When do we start getting this thing right? How long you need? Some of us had look. Your calibrity age started at sixteen. Some of us fifty. Some of us forty-five. Some of us twenty. When do when do we stop playing the game? When do we stop saying, you know what, God knows my heart? Yes, he does. And it's wicked. <laughs> because you only, you're only defiling yourself. You're, you are destroying your self-worth. The world tells you, go to work every day. Pay your taxes. Do what you're supposed to do. And we do it. God said, let me see y'all here on a Friday night about 6.30. Well, I don't get off work to 5.30. I, got, I ain't going to be able to do that. I ain't going to be able to do that. You know, I, I can't come because they always talking about coming to church. I ain't gonna, I got, it's Friday and I'm tired. And I ain't going in there tonight. They call somebody else to come do the praise team. They call somebody else to say the announcement. Let them call somebody else to do. Let them call somebody else. If you understand the exchange, Everything God do, that's a blessing behind it. But you can't get out your way because your feelings are involved because you think somebody's trying to use you. And God, all God is saying is, come to me and I'll give you rest. Stop complaining about it and do something about it. What am I do? Word of God. Pray about it. Stop complaining so much. Ain't nobody did nothing to you. They did something to your flesh. Because you had the spirit of God. Keep that right there. You can't touch me. Keep that right there. But as long as your flesh is involved, oh, you know, they don't understand. I got a lot going on. Don't nobody see what I do all the time. Don't nobody ever want to know that I just got to always be here all the time and I got to do this and do that. And he don't do that. His blessing ain't your blessing. Told you. All right, here we go. And I got five, six minutes. That's six minutes. Okay. Let's go to first time with 16.1. Message Bible. Okay. Okay, that's good. That's perfect right there. That's it. God addressed Samuel. So how long are you going to mope over Saul? I did something else. How long are you going to still mope over your flesh? How long are you going to let it keep doing you that way? You, now, I, you know I rejected him as king of Israel. You know I rejected that flesh and I went to the cross and when I rose in the third day, I gave you all power. So God said, fill your flesh with the anointing, with the anointing oil. <laughs> and do what? How long are you going to mourn over your flesh? How long? Because I rejected your flesh and I went to the cross and rose on the third day and the spirit of God came back to give you all power. How long? How long? God telling you today, can we say it together? Get going. Get going. 
I'm sending you to Jesse, Bethlehem. I spotted the very king. I Get going. You got to understand the exchange that God is trying to get to you. You have to understand it or you lost. I'm sorry. No, I'm not sorry. I'm, you, we praying for you. But if you don't understand the exchange, you're always going to stay where you at. You ain't never going to grow. You're going to be the most complaining religious Christian we've ever seen. Because you're not a Christian. I'm just sorry to tell you that. If you don't come into exchange with God, get the fullness of God, the revelation of the Holy Spirit, and God telling you something, how can you be one of his children? How? You ain't listening to him. He said, you're like an infidel. Because you, you, you forsaken God's word, you're not listening to what God is telling you. So you're having these issues, and you're having these problems, and you're having these things in life, and you ain't listening. So how can it be God's fault? How, I, I, I understand people say, it's, God, it's not God's fault. It's your fault that you're not coming into the saving grace of Jesus Christ. It's your fault that you won't pray. It's your fault you won't read. It's your fault you won't pray. It's your fault you won't. It's your fault. It ain't nobody else's fault but your own. Okay, okay, okay. Some of us been through a lot. I know we have. And I ain't downgrading that. But is your problem bigger than God? Is your past bigger than God? Because last thing I remember he telling me, I can do a seemingly abundantly past what you think of even. I can do it all for you. Come on, y'all. We got to get it together. Ain't no more of those make me feel good messages. Get your life together. Why am I coming and say, oh, it's going to be all right. You're going to be good. God knows your heart. He's going to bless you. No, he's not. No, he ain't. Because you have an obligation to follow the law that God put down. He said, my children know my voice, and another they will not follow. Now, let me ask you that exchange. He said, my children knows my voice, and another they will not follow. I paraphrase that. If you understand the exchange that God has for you, and you know his voice, can't nobody, no demon in hell, pull you from what you got to be going on. Only person that pull you is your own selfish desire and your bad heart and your bad thinking. That's the only thing that's going to pull you from God. God is a God of today, tomorrow, and forevermore. He's not going to move his hand for you. You move yours. So stop complaining and say, I'm in lack. Stop complaining because you think God's took, God ain't taking nothing from you. You took it for yourself. So by taking it from yourself, you can't blame nobody but yourself. God ain't did nothing to you but only love you and will take you places that your flesh will never take you. How do we keep giving the flesh the glory and we still stay in the same stuff over and over again and say, God, you know my heart. He looking like, when are they going to get it? Do you understand the exchange, son or daughter, I'm trying to get to you? I want you to know me so I can know you better, so we can work together, so I can get my, get my work in the earth done through you that you could be a mightier woman, a man of God. Last scripture. Let's go to Revelations. Yeah, boy, here we go. Revelation 22, we're going to start right there. Revelation 22, verse 14 and 15, Amplified Version. 
I got it. Oh, now okay, you got it. Okay, cool, cool. Here we go. I got, I got it. It says this. Blessed, happy, and prosperous to be admired. All those who wash their robes in the blood of Christ by believing and trusting in him, the righteous, <laughs> the righteous who do his commandments, so that they have, I'm sorry, so they may have the right to the tree of life. They may enter by the gates of the city. Now, here we go. Outside. That's right. <laughs> Outside are the dogs and the godless, the godless and the impure, those who have low moral character and the sorcerers with their intoxicated drugs and magic art and the immoral person, the perverted and the molester and the adulterer and the murderers and the adulterers and everyone who loves to practice lying, deceit, and cheating. You will not see the kingdom of God. You will not see the kingdom of God. Revelation 22, 14 through 15. When you practice these things, you put yourself in a default stage, and God will not come with you on your mess. Don't be outside the gate. <laughs> you know what I like about us? Know, know, know what the gate look like? And what they doing? God, they got, what the world? I can't go in there. Them streets got gold. Man, they got crystal in there. Man, uh, man, look at, look at Paul and Peter talking to Adonna. I knew her. I went to church with her. She talking to, actually talking to Moses. Whoa. And she having a conversation with Jesus. Well, guess what? You can't get in. If the Holy Spirit has convicted or inspired you to join or reach out to us through today's message, then email us at kingdomlifechurchva at gmail.com. If you would like to give towards this ministry or find out more, check out our website, which is kingdomlifeva.com, and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at kingdomlifeva. Thank you for listening, and be sure to subscribe so you can hear more messages like this.